ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, dining time is here. That's right. We're talking Hannibal, the television series, on episode zero of Kill by Kill Presents Dish by Dish. Greetings and salutations, people. Uh, This is the Dish by Dish podcast, our little side project where we talk about uh, the one-time NBC uh, procedural, I suppose, Hannibal. And, uh, of course, there's only one person that I trust that uh, if I need to uh, season my meat with fear, she'll help me accomplish it. The one, the only Gina Radcliffe. How are you doing today, Gina? What what, what is your your preferred you know, blend for fear seasoning? Oh, you know, uh, wigging people out. Uh, cat scares is a big one, especially if you didn't even know a cat lived in that house. Or creating a statue of human corpses. Always a winner. Always a winner. Yeah. I, I I was you know looking over the uh, the episode list of this and and the phrase human totem pole always jumps out at me. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I love that phrasing. It's it's <laughs> and it absolutely is as horrifying as it sounds. It's it's a crazy uh, great show, and I, I suppose what we should reveal at this point is. Listen, we don't we don't really know what's happening in the world right now. <laughs> We nope. we we made plans. God laughed heartily at those plans. And while Gina might not remain in the same state of lockdown that I'm headed towards again, um I ha- we, I have I have ample free time on my hands right now. <laughs> and we were talking about like we had done some extra episodes that we were just dropping in that were more informal conversations than our regular, you know, heavily researched multi-episode deep dives. Like, how could we, you know, what could we, what could we talk about that would be fun for us? That would just be a quick, easy, a delightful conversation to have. And lo and behold, Netflix uh, got all three seasons of Hannibal on there. A, a, and we're going like, to have a lighthearted convo about a man who kills people and eats them. Only the rude people, Gina. <laughs> only the rude people. As it should be. As God intended. And so it just happened, right? It it seemed like a good thing to do. So we're going to try to do this. And we're going to try to do this for as long as we can. On the off weeks that mainline Kill by Kill doesn't come out, we will have a looser um conversation than than our normal produced episodes about Hannibal one episode at a time and I guess the goal here is to just relive it see what we love about it see what if we love it as much the second time around because I don't know about you but I have I have great remembrances of it I I really love the show but I have not watched it again since it went off the air. Yeah, no, this would be a, this would be a second watch for me as well. And I have a a sort of odd history um, with Hannibal in that um, it was one of the things I we briefly worked on for NBC to promote Once Upon a Time in radio form, which we don't do a lot of radio stuff, and yet lo and behold, um, we worked on this. And I just remember at the time watching it and going, there's no way they're going to let this be on TV. It's so crazy. And then it was on like 
Friday nights at 10 p.m. Oh, yeah. I mean, the the, the generally the, the the running theme of this show is I can't believe they got away with that. Uh, it should be noted that I also have this weird symbiotic thing with the showrunner and show creator here, uh, Brian Fuller, in that one of, I think, his second show for, for network TV was Wonderfalls. And it came on Fox, and we were at Fox when it was on there. So that, that was the thing that we actively promoted. And I just remember watching that show and going, this doesn't seem like anything else on television. And almost everything he creates is, once again, not like everything else on television. He's so good at creating a something that just feels entirely hatched, a real universe that you don't have to over-explain. It just exists and you can get lost in it. Yeah, I, I was very disappointed to hear that he is no longer associated with um, the develop the, the TV the development of the Vampire Chronicles. Yeah. Because, which seems like it's now in development hell at this point. Um, but I, when, when, I, when it was announced that he was attached to it, I'm like, holy shit. It's like... <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm kind of picky when it comes to television, and, and it's not often that I see, like, recent you know, shows I feel were made exactly for me, with me in mind, were probably uh, Legion and Fargo. So mm-hmm. it's it's a rare thing, and I'm like, oh, this, you know, no other TV show will, will have been made especially for me as much as this will be. And then he dropped out, and I was very sad. Oh. Well, it, that's. I think he kind of has this weird history of, of stuff like that because he was supposed to be part of that Star Trek relaunch on CBS and then he didn't quite make that cut. And NBC had hired him to create Mockingbird Lane, which was like a, a different version of the Munsters and that never flew. And it's like, I don't, it's hard to believe that someone could be so good at TV and be such a bad fit for TV. I mean, I can only assume it's, you know, people got to look at Hannibal. I was like, mm, we don't think we can do that again. <laughs> it's a miracle it happened at all, quite frankly. And, and I feel like if they made it now, it would just go directly to, to Netflix or, or, or FX, where they could just go over the top you know, with, the, with the gore. And, and they do go over the top with the gore, like 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 way more than, than I have ever seen or have, you know, seen since on network television yes it's far and away the goriest thing i've ever seen on network tv it's crazy what they got away with i guess some of it had to do with the fact that it was co-financed right so you'd you had all this european financing to develop it and they had pre-sold it to all of these territories uh overseas and so you're kind of making a tv show for two markets and the NBC never really had to pay for very much. They just kind of like, okay, we'll show that and we'll give you a little cut here, but they didn't have to pay to make it. And so all the things that you probably would have had NBC going, no fucking way (laughs) you don't have here because they're not really in charge other than the fact that once they said no to airing any more episodes, they didn't make any more episodes. Yeah, they they you know they they probably had uh the you know, standards and practices had Brian Fuller's phone number on speed dial. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't doubt that. Like, Hello, did you have someone wearing someone's skin? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not gonna. That's not gonna do. Uh, where are the the mushrooms are growing out of someone's head? I'm sorry. <laughs> and you're going to show that? <laughs> They're impaled on horns, and we're going to see that? That is, that is something we're going to see on camera? Which is interesting because the certainly the, um, the first two movies in the Hannibal Lecter series, well, I mean, Manhunter and... Uh, Silence of the Lambs are not super gory. They're 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 pretty low key. I mean, granted, in in Hannibal, you have someone you know being hung on his own intestines, <laughs> and of course, you have Mason Verger, who also shows up in this, who yeah. you know later slices his face off with broken glass. So that one kind of was a little over the top, and and I think that's why a lot of people didn't like it because when you compare it to the earlier two movies, and certainly to Silence. It was way different in tone and style, and 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 then you watch this, and it's like, oh, okay, that's more closer to that than and than 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 silence. Although you're know, not shitty and having characters do things that you know are completely out of left field. Yeah, uh, the the one thing that I remember so much from the original run of Hannibal is how just operatic the entire thing is. It's just huge. It's just it's big emotions. It's big gore. It's, you know, big, you know, giant sequences. And just everything is played to the back of the house. And you just don't get that. And this feels like everyone knew exactly the type of tone to hit. They just hit the ground running with these performances and these episodes. They just... It's again unlike anything that was on television at the time, right? And and you know, and the thing that's, that's funny is it's a very if you look at the plot on its most basic elements, it's been done before. You know, the 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 troubled detective, you know, kind of has a weird sort of symbiotic relationship with the person he's trying to catch, and the whole you know we're not so different, you and I kind of thing, yeah. and and it's done so many times and not very well and here it's just you know it's very dreamlike and and you know there's a lot of eroticism and they're in they're interplaying with each other and and you know it's it just you know it takes a very very well-tread trope and makes it into something like you've never seen before yeah um i think what we should do is sort of outlay what our goals here are so uh, the next time that we join everyone for Dish by Dish, we will be talking about episode one of Hannibal. And we will, I think, try for the most part not to prognosticate things that we know will happen in the show. We'll only talk about the things that happen within that particular episode, I think, for people who haven't seen Hannibal in the hopes that they can watch along with us. And maybe we have a spoiler section at the end, or perhaps we 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 table the spoiler section to some place like our Facebook group, where people can talk about it in more detail uh, there, as opposed to where they're it's just forced to enter their their ear holes. Um, do you think that's a, how we should operate? Yeah, I mean, if we we would love it if people who listen to our podcast who have not watched this would watch along with us. 
So, you know, I think that it would be, you know, it would, I would have more of an interesting uh, interaction. Uh, so we'll, we'll try not to spoil anything. We'll try not to, uh, I mean, yeah, I did already say that Mason Berger shows up as a character in this eventually, <laughs> but, but I, I won't tell you when. Yeah. And I won't tell you under what circumstances, but yes. he does and, show up eventually. And Mason has appeared in, in, in other. And yeah. If you've you know, seen, if you've media. seen the movie Hannibal. You know, he is a, a, a important, extraordinarily grotesque character in that in, in, in both the movie and the book and in this. He's just yes. he's just horrible in every possible way. <laughs> Deliciously so. And I think delicious is a word we're gonna use a lot. Yes. Uh and not just and not just because of the way the uh, the food is plated and photo- and photographed in this show. Yes. And uh so many and this the the cast in this is insane just how cool everyone is in this movie yeah, it's an incredibly it, sexy cast <laughs> yeah it really is it's, i mean I, 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 again i will i will spoil you and say that uh i will mention only actors that show up at some point you have raul esparza mm-hmm. uh and other time you have richard armitage and i just my my on my face like what what, what? huh yeah. what it's just it's just like a handsome off and that's yeah. and that's even without Mods Mickelson and and uh, and Hugh Dancy, yeah, and just like so many chiseled jaws. Yes, and Gillian Anderson showing up. Oh my God, she's so good in this. Yeah, so Everything much about it is so good. Every just very very smoldering serial killer procedural. Yes, uh, and if you have seen it before, you know we'll we'll try to you know that's great. I think you'll be prepared. Please watch along with us because we're going to, it's going to only going to come out every other week. It's a rewatchable, so, it's a rewatchable show. I, I fully expect there's going to be, you know, you know, of course there's going to be things that, 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 you know, we missed the first time around that yeah. we're going to, you know, things that are, you know, kind of, uh, um, you know, predict things that are going to happen in future episodes. Even just, again, something we specialize in weird little background stuff. Yes. So, you know, we'll, we're, you know, we'll kind of, we'll, you know, intend to keep focusing on that while not making every episode an hour and 45 minutes long. No, I, I think we're going to really aim to have this be loose and fun back and forth and, uh, you know, maybe 30, maybe, you know, ma- we, I don't think we should have ep- episodes that are longer than the episode we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they, they clock in around 43 minutes each. So. Yes. And I don't want to force somebody to watch 39 episodes of a show just before we talk about the first episode. No, no, no. We're, we're, you know, we're going to take it, take it one at a time. Yeah. I cannot, Um, I, I am not very good at binge watching things. So this, the, uh, watching it once or or twice per week is just fine for me. Yeah. And I also didn't want to double up. I just like let's give it let, let, let's let it breathe like let's it, we'll see what happens let's, but, let's open it up let's lo, let's open it up like a bottle of fine wine yeah baby yeah <laughs> let's just pour it over something that looks like pork but it it actually could be a human being <laughs> who can say who can say it's delicious either way <laughs> um and so that just about does it so if you, uh, it, it's not just on Netflix. It's just if you happen, most people have Netflix, right? But if you want to just, I, I think I bought it um, on Amazon. I think it was on sale, the whole series for 25 bucks. 
So it's not the only way to watch it if you don't want to spring for Netflix just because you don't. But uh, there are DVDs and Blu-rays available of of the entire series. So it's not just locked into one location if you can't get to it. Um, But it's also not so hyper expensive that it puts it in a, a different stratosphere if you want to watch along. Um, and yeah, that just about does it for this week. I'm super excited about this idea. Me too. Yes. Uh, and so, uh, next week we'll be back at it with Bride of Chucky. Uh, we got a great episode, uh, there. We're going to wrap things up with volume two and then episode one of Dish by Dish. Uh, so if this appeals to you, uh, please watch along with us. Please, uh, share the tag on Twitter and uh, let's 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 see what we can do with the show. Uh, we're gonna start guestless for a little while, I think, uh, just so we can get a handle on what we think dish by dish is, uh, and then we'll see what happens after that. Uh, but that just about does it for us, uh, Gina uh, and I. So until next week for Bride of Chucky Volume Two. Uh, bye bye, everybody. Bye.